0: hello welcome back i welcome you all in dr pratim's podcast channel but today we are going to discuss about a very interesting drug which has been marketed especially to address the osteoporosis and all the other bone health related problem the name of this drug is denisomap. please get tuned i'll discuss uh, regarding denisomap in this podcast To understand uh, what is denosumab, <clears throat> so denisomab is uh, nothing but a monoclonal antibody. That is, it is some kind of antibody uh, produced from the same clone of cells. Hence, both it is monoclonal, and uh, it is when injected, this antibody blocks specific antigen or specific proteins inside our body. Hence, it is antibody. Now. Uh, just to give you a brief background why we are interested about this molecule that is denosumab, and uh, research has showed that there are significant benefit of using this molecule or this medicine as a treatment for osteoporosis or those who have a bone related issues due to some uh, metastatic tumors chronic disease like chronic kidney disease or ckd which leads to uh, weakness in the bone because of vitamin D and calcium metabolism, that also can be taken care of by this medication. Now, let me uh, briefly uh, discuss about uh, slightly background before why this drug has been developed, why we scientists, we nephrologists are interested about this medicine in prescribing uh, the problems which we face commonly in the managing chronic kidney disease patients. Look, in our bone, we have a continuous dynamic bone production and bone resorption. Try to understand this thing very clearly. We need to understand one thing, that our bone is not static. It is a dynamic structure. There are continuous process of bone formation and bone resorption. New bones are produced daily and some part of bone is absorbed daily. I mean the cells which are involved in production of the bones are called osteoblast whereas those cells which are involved in resolving the bone mass are called osteoclast. Now what happens uh, in osteoporosis, that means the bone disease where the bone become weak, in those conditions the production is less and bone resorption is more. Hence become bone become weak, bone become porous, We call it the osteoporosis. Especially in kidney disease, what happens? Because in kidney disease patients, as kidney cannot produce adequate vitamin D, there is a problem in calcium metabolism, there is a problem in phosphorus metabolism, there is a high level of parathyroid hormone which helps in resorption of the bone. All combined together in a complex pathophysiology that leads to Osteoporosis among the CKD patients. Henceforth, we often find that CKD, those who are suffering from chronic kidney disease, they have a bone pain. Their bones are weak, fragile, even in a menial trauma or trivial trauma, they land in fracture. And same thing happens with aging. Even somebody does not have chronic kidney disease, their bone resorption capacity overshoots the bone formation capacity leading to the osteoporotic or weak and soft kind of bones. Other diseases like multiple myeloma or some metastasis of cancer inside the bone, for example, breast cancer, prostate cancer, which is relevant for the elderly persons. Uh, these malignant cells, when they uh, go and takes a seat inside the bone, they also causes resorption of the bone, thereby making the bone very much fragile and very much easily breakable. And that leads to all the metastatic fractures or the malignant fractures of the bone. Now, until denosumab came in the market, we had the treatment for this type of problems, be it CKD, be it EGD, osteoporosis, only supplementing vitamin D or calcium. Bisphosphonate was another modality of the treatment. However, it has a lot of limitation in chronic kidney disease. But we need to understand one thing. Even if you supplement vitamin D or calcium or bisphosphonate, if the reabsorption of the bone cannot be arrested, then osteoblastic activity cannot match up with the osteoclastic activity which happens in diseases like chronic kidney disease or metastatic bone disorder and all this stuff. So, keeping that in mind, scientists were searching why this osteoclastic activity happens in some medical condition, and they identified that osteoclast they become active because of one specific protein present on their surface, which we call the RANK protein. Okay, R A N K. Uh, those who are listening uh, this podcast not need to understand very complex thing, but it is a very simplistic thing. to Try to understand these cells. Inside the bone, which are responsible for reabsorption of the bone, they got activated by a special protein on their surface which is called rank rank ligand. Now, denisumab, the medicine about which I am talking about, this drug, what it does, it inhibits this rank protein. Thereby, it does not allow the osteoclast to work or to resolve the bone. Hence, for whatever osteoblastic activity you have that take care of the, that overshoot the osteoblastic activity, henceforth the bone becomes strong, the bony matrix become full of new, new uh, bone contents and thereby it leads to very stronger bone and prevent osteoporosis. So, initially it was studied in the animal model. Later on, in the human trial, it uh, this medicine showed a very promising response, and we are quite helpful in using in this drug in any number of the patient who is suffering from osteoporosis, be it due to CKD, be it due to age-related osteoporosis, be it due to malignant osteoporosis, metastatic bone cancers, few primary bone tumors which leads to osteoclastic activity mode, making the bone very much fragile and breakable. All these things are taken care of by this drug. After getting this drug in our hand, we nephrologists become quite happy because this is a one armamentarium for managing a frustrating chronic osteoporotic problem which we often face in our day-to-day practice. Another thing I must say, the safety profile of this drug is quite good. However, there are some side effects which have been observed the one most important uh, side effect of this drug is hypocalcemia because what happens, moment the osteoclastic activity get uh, slightly inhibited by this drug and osteoblastic activity starts to happening or osteoblastic activity overshoots, then bone utilizes a significant amount of calcium from the blood leading to hypocalcemia. So it is recommended whenever uh, someone is getting denosumab he or she should be adequately treated with the calcium and vitamin d because vitamin d helps in absorption of calcium and giving supplementation of the calcium maintains a very standard and decent level of calcium in the blood we want a very good or standard level of the calcium otherwise there is a chance that patient can land in hypocalcemia so this is a one side effect of denosumab. other side effects like uh, some allergic reaction, skin rash and this could happen with this uh, so we have to be very careful. Sometime back pain may happen because of the over uh, active activity. In few cases, the neurological pain has been also been reported after use of Denizumab. However, none of these adverse effects are very serious and they don't restrict the use of Denizumab in the appropriate candidates. Really, there are some serious side effects. Like, uh, serious infection has been reported uh, really one or two incidents of pancreatitis has also been reported with this denisumab but uh, in my experience I have used a significant number of patients it, it seems to be quite safe uh, really few patients complains one or two days of bone and muscle pain because, after taking this drug so we should be careful that anybody whose calcium is low we should not inject denisumab and uh, during therapy or denosumab, we must supplement calcium or adequate vitamin D so that they do not land in a hypocalcemic condition because of the denosumab. Uh, it has been reported that denosumab should not be given with the influenza vaccine because it causes the feverishness more. So, influenza shots should not be given along with the denosumab. Otherwise, it is quite safe. This drug is given as a subcutaneous injection and the beauty of this drug is the usual dose of this drug is once in six months or once in a year. So, if you take one shot of this drug, you are protected for quite a long time. This is the beauty of this medicine. So, before I finish, I want to remind you all that if anyone who is suffering from osteoporosis, either because of the CKD or age-related issues, those who have a back pain, bone pain, and if X-ray or DEXA scan shows that there is a significant osteoporosis, those who have some primary bone tumors leading to uh, osteolytic lesions in the bone, those who have a metastatic bone tumors, it is really especially metastatic breast carcinoma, metastatic prostate cancers. In these group of patients, Denizumab is a one of the very, very good solutions combat the osteoporotic changes which are observed. Uh, My experience in a significant number of transplant patients who have serious osteoporotic changes in their bone because of the long term steroid uses are very good and uh, so I hope this new medicine will help hundreds and thousands of the patients who are suffering uh, suffering from this type of bone related problem especially osteoporosis or metastatic bone cancers or lytic lesions in the bone due to multiple reasons. (coughs) Before I end, uh, I must thank you for listening to my podcast. And uh, every week I post a lot of interesting topic, And I welcome you all to visit my blog page www.drpratimsblog.com to get your sub-tunes regarding the new contents I upload there time to time. So thank you uh, for watching my podcast at www.drpratimsblog.com Dr. and please don't forget to visit www.drpratimsblog.com.